bulging glowing eyes in the dark, a leathery green face, a silhouette standing four feet tall wielding a wand. What sounds like the stuff of fairy tales was real life for several citizens of southwestern Ohio. Did they find themselves face to face with an amphibious monster, or was this story nothing more than frogwash? This week's episode is The Loveland Frogman. Fills with dread, probably a murderer who wants you dead. It could be a ghost, a demon, or worse. Perhaps you're the victim of a witch's curse. It's hopeless, you're doomed. You'd call a priest if you could. You'd rather just listen to who? Sinisterhood. I'm gonna kill you. Frog wash is real good. Thank you. Proud of you. I made my, proud of you. For made, that myself, one. <laughs> made myself laugh. <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, it's, uh, we're finally paying tribute to the mystery that we solved of the presence that some people were nice enough to send us about this very fun and thick creature. It's Cryptid. a thick bitch. It's a thick bitch. The Loveland Frogman <laughs> is a thick. You could eat on those legs for days, weeks, hey. probably. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, we received, if you listen in order to the show, we received some t-shirts uh, with the lovely and Frogman mm-hmm. on it, but either the two from, as we call it, where the two from was in there, or I lost it or I forgot it, but we got an email not only from the sender, but then the sender's friends who said, that was my friend. So Megan Downey, thank you for lovely and Frogman shirts. Uh, so we really appreciate it. And, uh, I wear the shirt. Sometimes Paris wears the shirt. We share clothes. So that's fun. It's a fun <laughs> fact about us. <laughs> and speaking of shirts. Oh, Lauren, yes. Thank you to Lauren Murphy, our biggest fan in Ponder, Texas. Cause we got some Mothman Nessie Bigfoot shirts. It looks like a cross stitch. It's amazing. Live, laugh, lurk. It's great. <laughs> I don't know so good. if she designed them herself or she just found them and purchased them, but they're very funny. And, um, they're very soft as well. So, oh yeah, super nice. I'm wearing mine right now. Yes, so thank you are. You so it looks much. great. Thank, thank you, you both so much. Um, yeah, this uh, after a three parter, we needed something fun and lighthearted that we could just riff on and not worry about uh, crying. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and then our future episodes, I was researching and crying about. So I thought, <laughs> let's break it up. Let's break it up with some fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. That uh, is I, for sure. Um, I see you I have a... found, I see, I know you see it in the outline there, but I haven't talked to you about it because it's a surprise. So in my research, I ran across a test we can take to determine which cryptids we are. So may I ask you the questions and surprise you with what cryptid this test is going to give you? I would love to. Okay. Please ask Let me. Let me click on this and we will put this in the show notes. So if... Anyone else wants to take the quiz, you can. Okay. Let's start this bad boy. First question. Okay. How big are you? Well, <laughs> the, the answers are small sized, medium sized, average, above average, extra large. I would say you're average. Thank you. I would say above average because I always sing. There's a really silly SNL sketch with A.D. Bryant and Chris Pratt where she goes, my big fat ass. <laughs> and she like sings about herself when she's trying to hit on Chris Pratt. And I jokingly say that all the time. So I'll choose above average. You're going to choose above average? Okay. I'm going to choose that then. Let's see. Next. Pr- proudly above average. There you go. What is your favorite type of food? 
seafood, anything sugary or salty, barbecue, tropical smoothie or fruit snacks. I don't have a favorite food. What kind of fool would answer <laughs> the last one? Um, I'm going to say anything salty or sweet. Okay. I like it. I like my snacks. Next. How competitive are you? Prefer not to compete, low-key and sensitive, somewhat assertive, strong-willed and assertive, extremely assertive and competitive. Do you have wins contests or quits because they're unfair? <laughs> uh, let's go with strong-willed and assertive. Okay. That one? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. How much time do you spend with friends or family? Well, right now, we'll say on, a, on, a, on the best days, pre-COVID, none- Keep to myself and family. Prefers company of small groups or friends. Prefers company of small groups of friends. Popular and outgoing. Extremely outgoing. I would say extremely outgoing. Pre-COVID, I booked myself solid like five nights a week. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Well, I will answer for you if you don't want to answer this one. Do others find you good looking? Oh, girl. Let me know. (laughs) Plain looking? All right, but nothing striking. Also very rude. Average looking with some nice attributes. Good features and sexy. Incredibly attractive. I'm going to defer to you first. Uh, Incredibly attractive because we should all all consider ourselves that. If you take this quiz, don't be clicking the first few. Don't click plain. The first three, throw them out the window. No, you're incredibly attractive. All right. I'm going to click that for you. That's what I would have selected for you as well. How would you rate your intelligence? Avoids intellectual pursuits, clever but prefers non-intellectual pursuits, intelligent, very intelligent, out-of-this-world level genius. Uh, I don't know that I'm a genius. (laughs) Yet. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm trying to learn more. Let's go with the the second to last one. Very intelligent. Let's go with that. Okay, okay. I like it. Because you can always learn more. I, I agree. What is your athletic ability? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm Sporty Spice right here. What is slow jogs while listening to the Backstreet Boys? There's, the answers are none. Occasionally plays sports. Enjoys sport for recreation. Plays sport competitively. Extremely athletic and agile. Let's go with recreation. Okay. I, do, I do enjoy a good, good jaunt yes. around the neighborhood. And last question. How much do you like traveling? Never travels. Stays close to home. Vacations are fun, but not essential. I love to travel. I've been everywhere. I would say I love to travel because I have so many more places to go. Right. All right. Here we go. Okay. I have the answer in front of me. What do you think you got? Nessie is my favorite. Mothman? Because of my big ass. (laughs) (laughs) You got Chupacabra. I love it. (laughs) Is Chupacabra in Texas? Uh, let's see what it says. El Chupacabra is a cryptid renowned for its attacks on livestock, livestock, hence the Spanish name, the goat sucker. It supposedly feeds off the blood of chickens, goats, and other farm animals. The Chupacabra is reported to be agile and intelligent. Elaborately decorated with crests along the spine, small-sized creatures, Chupacabras walk as if they own the world and will back down for no one. Damn. From their first sighting in March of 1995. Really? I didn't realize it was that recent. Chupacabras have been reported in massive numbers. They will confidently enter the territory of others, with sightings increasing all over the Americas, specifically the southwestern United States, Mexico, and Puerto Rico. Texas. There you go. Texas goat sucker right here. (laughs) 
somebody make a t-shirt for her that says that <laughs> it's just my face and it says texas goat sucker <laughs> god <laughs> make two of those because i want a shirt as well it's also heather's face not my own yeah. uh well i will um take mine at a later date okay um, let us know the results yes and i and i will because i'm sure everyone is waiting with bated breath but I don't want to make everybody sit through that again. No, yeah, we uh we got a lot of frog to cover. Yes, we sure do. Yeah, this is we gotta gonna be a to first it. one. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of that. So get get out your pun bucket and put a coin in every time we make a pun. <laughs> That's the thing that people do all the time. They keep a pun bucket and they put change in it and uh and then they spin the change in a candy machine. By the end machine. of this, you might have five dollars worth of change in your easily. pun bucket <laughs> easily <laughs> well i'm christy i'm heather and let's the texas goat it. sucker <laughs> ohio is known for many things buckeye football the rock and roll hall of fame and the birthplace of the wright brothers to name a few in the 1950s however the small town of loveland ohio was put on the map for a much more unusual reason an army of three to four feet tall, bipedal frogmen that appeared to possess sorcerer-like abilities. Well, there you go. Let's <laughs> put you on the map. Also, I learned about the Ohio State, the Ohio mm-hmm. State Marching Band oh, yeah? on an episode of Disney Fairy Tale Weddings, which I'm plowing through. Oh, nice. They what had about them come. They came to one of the, the bride was a super fan, and they had, because Disney is magical, they flew the marching band in and had them perform at the ceremony. Very cool. As their recessional. I learned that a group of frogs is legitimately called an army. That's amazing. I thought you were just being dramatic <laughs> nope. in your description of how many there were. <laughs> no, that's what they're called. The Loveland Frog, a.k.a. the Loveland Lizard, is a human-sized reptilian-like creature spotted in and around Loveland town of less than 14,000, according to the Passaic Herald News. The creature has been described as standing between four and six feet tall, with webbed hands and feet. Another report from the Longview News Herald described the monster as carrying a wand. This led many to believe the frogmen were capable of using sticks as tools, and that the sparks emitted from the sticks might be a result of their ability to somehow control electricity, according to Cryptid Wiki. Have you ever seen the South Park episode, Lemmy Winks, about the gerbil that travels mysteriously? I believe it's at Mr. Garrison's colon. But there's... (laughs) Sounds vaguely familiar. He meets a frog king at some point, and the frog king's like, go back to where you go from, Lemmy Winks. And so every time we talked about, or the whole time researching this, I just imagined, leave me to my river, (laughs) that they had very, uh, I don't, I guess that's how a frog would talk (laughs) I think that's about right. Or they'd have a kind of deep voice like this. Oh, like Frog and Toad are friends. I loved those books as a child. Yeah, those are great. I uh, I also have a theory that these are the Budweiser frogs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe theory is the wrong word. Hope. A wish. What if, but what if they were not originally the Budweiser frogs, but then someone saw them mm. and then captured them and then forced them to do the or hired them to perform in the Budweiser commercials? That could be. That could they be. They got their big break. While accounts vary slightly of the first reported sighting in 1955, the story basically goes like this. One late night in May, around 3.30 a.m., a traveling salesman was driving alone down an unnamed road 
when he spotted three mysterious figures standing on the Loveland Bridge, overlooking the Little Miami River. As the motorist pulled over to get a better look, he realized the figures were not of mere mortal men, but were those of three frogmen. They stood four feet tall and had leathery, frog-like skin and faces. The salesman silently watched as the trio appeared to animatedly converse with one another. Suddenly, one of the frogmen brandished what appeared to be a wand and held it above his head. As bright sparks shot off the wand, the frightened salesman quickly drove away to alert the police. When he returned to the scene with officers in tow, the trio of frogmen had vanished. What remained was the stench of almonds and alfalfa, according to the Loveland Herald. We have to give it up to the lovely MPD who responded to the incident and did not immediately lock him away. <laughs> hey, this man went to headquarters <laughs> frantically describing <laughs> the scene out of either an acid trip or that he sir. fell into a Grimm's fairy tale novel. <laughs> Please calm down, sir, and tell me what happened. It's our goddamn long frog man. What he's trying saying? to he's casting spells. He had a wand. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, a frogman I could believe, but a wizard frogman? Yeah. Did he Did have you mean a, a lizard? <laughs> Did he have a cape? Did he have He's a not... beard and a pointy hat? He's a not hat. a wizard. <laughs> I think the most upsetting part of that for me is that they were all talking together. They were having a nice time <laughs> and he spoiled it. I, or, I don't know, three three of those size frogs together, that's too many. That's too many. That's way too many. You can't take them because they can jump and their hands are sticky and the tongues. Think about how long and strong Mm -mm. a regular frog tongue is. Think about a Loveland frogman (laughs) tongue. Mm. (laughs) That's why it's called Loveland. (laughs) Ayo. I don't love frogs. Okay. They are kind of weird to me. Like they're dinosaurs. They're tiny dinosaurs. (laughs) Are they? Isn't everything? Yeah, all animals are, aren't they? But I don't like how you could just be walking and then it just, I don't like things that jump. Yeah. Out of Startling. nowhere. Yeah. And when I lived in Florida, there were these gigantic frogs. When I say they were the size of a small melon, like a cantaloupe, no. they were so fucking big and they were Mm-mm. poisonous to dogs so when i would Jesus. walk my dog i would have to be because they would be everywhere and they would congregate under street lamps so it would just like be dark yes an army of them literal and they would just there'd be 20 of these giant ass frogs it was very creepy i hated them so much i saw a tiktok the other day that i, I laughed so hard i love tiktok Spend hours on it. I, I honestly, I have to set time limits for myself because mm-hmm. I will lose time. Oh, yeah. I could be on there for hours. I'll just be like, okay, I'm going to just for like 30 minutes, three hours later. And Sucked it's two in. in the morning. Yeah. Cause I mean, I can't obviously, I can't even allow myself to look at it during the day when I got the children because <laughs> I'll suddenly be like, I'll look up and I'm like, where's the car and where are Simon and Ella? <laughs> But there was one where this boyfriend, his girl was terrified of frogs. You never saw her. But there was this frog in their bedroom. And she is, I'll I'll find it because I sent it to Tommy. So I have the link. I'll send it to you. Screaming her head off. Like, kill it! Like, just flipping out. And he's laughing so hard. But the pure terror and fear in her voice was very funny just because it was a (laughs) tiny frog. But I also get it because they're kind of weird. 
Yeah, and slimy, you know, some people yeah. love reptiles and that's your thing and that's good. There yeah. needs to be people that love reptiles. Sure. I don't Some people don't like frogs. chihuahuas. So, yeah. you know. There you go. Some people don't like pigs. Yeah, <sighs> you know. How? They haven't met Petal. Well, <sighs> it's probably not it a depend, good idea. It depends on the type of day <laughs> she's having, but yeah. So, three giant ones. Yeah, that's too startling. much for me. That's I, I go to the me. cops. You yeah. got to go to the cops. You got to go somewhere. I don't be a patriot. Call it in. <laughs> well, that would be the last of the frogman sightings for nearly two decades. As citizens of Loveland seemed safe from the amphibious visitors. However, that would all change on February third, nineteen seventy-two. Officer Ray Shockey of the Loveland Police Department was out on patrol well past midnight when he made a shocking discovery off the banks of the Little Miami River, according to the Dayton Daily News. The officer said he was driving slowly due to the icy weather conditions when he spotted something that looked like a dog near the side of the road. Suddenly, the creature leapt in front of the patrol car, forcing the officer to slam on his brakes to avoid hitting the animal. It was then, in the bright beams of the cruiser's headlights, that Shockey saw this creature was no dog. Rather, it resembled the monster from the film Creature from the Black Lagoon. How do you imagine these frog people? I imagine them like the toad from the books, mm -hmm. just standing up on two legs, mm -hmm. real big, just a real big frog. Mm -hmm. With a suit on, a top suit, and the bottom, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh in it, nothing on the bottom. Frog I, ding dong I out. I didn't have them in clothes, but I wish I had. Well, Frog and Toad are friends. They're classy toads and That's frogs. True. They wear Okay, well, I guess sans clothes. I just imagine... A kind of like the Budweiser frog. Okay. Yeah. Just real big. What about you? The same. Same. Okay. When he said creature from the Black Lagoon, I thought, that's too human shaped. Yeah. I imagine more of the frog leg kind of thing standing up, which would take a lot of muscle because I don't think their hips are shaped for that. No. They got birth and hips, though. <laughs> They've got real, <laughs> real wide. Big My mama used to say I had birth and hips. <laughs> you know what? That's not a bad thing. It's a compliment. Shockey and the creature locked eyes, both examining what was before them. As the officer stared at the odd beast, it suddenly sprang upright, standing on two legs. The officer later claimed it had leathery skin like a frog or lizard, was around four feet tall, and weighed between 50 and 75 pounds, according to Cryptid Wiki. As Shockey stared in disbelief, the creature hurriedly clambered over the guardrail and into the darkness of the river below. Very convenient can swim away. Yeah, this is a meaty some bitch, dude. Ooh, oh man, we went when we went to get our fish. Mm -hmm. The fish place had this giant aquarium, as they're wont to do, with these big ass meaty fish, like too meaty. Because it's always weird when it's in an aquarium, and I'm like, you could literally just stick your hand in there and pull out this fish. And it's was it round or long? Both. It Damn. was probably half a foot long and just real. It's I took a picture because its mouth looked like a vagina. And so I <laughs> thought it was very funny. It was so weird. but And they just had these big ass eyes. It's weird being that up close with a giant fish mm -hmm. that you could just reach in and pull it out and potentially eat it if you wanted to i guess i'm, I'm what not kind of thoughts you're... were you having at the aquarium <laughs> i don't want to eat you're it like, i want to eat that pussy no, mouth fish. i didn't it was gross i, was, I did not want to eat it it was too it, it was it, we were in an uncanny valley situation i did not 
But <laughs> I, uh, my point was anything that's real meaty like that mm-hmm. gives me the heebie-jeebies. That is like too thick. Yeah, it's too thick for well, what sorry, it is. I'm sorry, we're friends. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm too thick. You it's are, fine. Just kidding. You can never all, be too thick. Too thick I'm not should thick be enough. your your rap name. That but is. you aren't. But things that shouldn't be thick in are or what give me the heat like this giant frog a Mm -hmm. fish that i now i'm body shaming animals god i'm a monster (laughs) no no it's a you know it's anything that you expect it to look one way Mm -hmm. and then it's an aberration so and then for instance you're expecting to see a frog that's maybe as big as the poison monsters you used to encounter in (laughs) florida but in fact it's four feet tall and 70 pounds i mean this is the size of what a second grader first grader (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how big kids are. Uh, Ella it varies. Is, Ella's yeah, it varies. Ella's three and she weighs um thirty pounds. Okay, so double, triple, almost triple Ella. Thirty pounds does she? Somewhere around there. She's. Yeah. I think she's thirty pounds and thirty nine inches, but I could be wrong. So Maybe she's she, the, but both of those things. I really don't remember. In just a few years, she'll be frogman size. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if I even if I saw a frog the size of Simon. Yeah. You're like, get the fuck out of here with that. Yeah. That's too big. Panicked, Shockey didn't attempt to follow the creature and capture him. Instead, he reported it to his superiors at the end of his shift. When a fellow officer visited the scene later that evening, he didn't see the giant frog-like creature. However, he did discover distinct scratch marks on the guardrail where the animal had climbed over, according to Cryptid Wiki. Again, they respond to the scene. Oh, man. Can you imagine... Walking in and trying to tell your fellow officers about this. You see anything good out there? Well, uh, can you come in my office and sit down to talk? <laughs> I need to talk to you about something I saw. They're like, yeah, it was double homicide. Uh, whole family just slaughtered. I ran into a big frog. You ever uh, heard of frog people? No. <laughs> well, you're about to. Sit down. <laughs> Nothing was done with Officer Shockey's report. Shocking. Wow. That's... <laughs> can't believe it. With the alleged beast still on the loose, it was no surprise when a week later on February 10th, 1972, Shockey's colleague, Officer Mark Matthews, encountered the same monster. Thinking the animal lying on the side of the road had been hit by a car, Matthews got out of his patrol car to remove the carcass. It was then the animal lurched upright. Rather than freeze like his fellow patrolman... Matthews pulled out a three fifty seven Magnum pistol and fired at the green-skinned varmint. Spooked by the shot, and perhaps injured, the frogman hopped away into the waters of the Little Miami River. Some people react like Yosemite Sam. <laughs> just uh, What is it, Frank, on Ollie Sunny? I start blasting. I just start blasting. A three fifty seven Magnum, by the way, is a hand cannon. I've shot one of those. It knocked, I almost knocked my dad off his ass. Like, I mean, he, I asked him, Daddy, why do you have such a big gun? You can't hit a person because you can't aim it because it, like, shoots you back. And he said, well, the sound will scare him off. So That's true, yeah. The sound that, of me hitting the ceiling will scare them off. And if that thing didn't take the frogman out, the frogman's a, a wizard. I mean, he's yes. immortal. Well, that's, he obviously has his wand. <laughs> he should have cast a spell. On these officers and turn them into what I don't know other frogmen. frogmen. Yeah, yeah, teach them a lesson about acceptance. <laughs> now you know. Now you know what it's like <laughs> to live in the Miami River and be shot at. <laughs> the description Matthews gave of the creature exactly matched whatever Shockey had seen. In fact, Matthews claimed his motive to shoot the beast 
was to prove that his fellow officer wasn't just spinning a tall tale. Despite this, years later, Matthews appeared to change his story. According to Weird US, in 1999, Matthews began telling interviewers that all he saw was nothing more than a large iguana. While the retired officer is now adamant this is all it was, in 1972, both he and Shockey reported seeing a humanoid-type lizard standing around four feet tall. So certain were the men at the time that Shockey even had his sister compose a sketch of the creature based on he and Matthews' description. In the black and gray drawing, a person-sized reptilian-looking creature appears to be casually leaning against a guardrail. Smoking have you seen, a cigarette. Ha, have you seen this picture? <laughs> no. It is amazing. I want I, it uh, as a thigh tattoo. It is so, <laughs> so ridiculous looking. And it does look, to me, it looks like an iguana in the picture. It's in the show notes. Okay. But you could probably also just Google composite drawing of uh, Loveland Frogman. It's, um, it's, I think the artist was trying to portray it as crawling over the guardrail, but instead it looks like it just pulled over on the side of the road for like a casual vacation photo and just has its hands just kind of gingerly propped up on the rail. Can you find is it? One it? On, is it the one on Weird US? Yes. Yeah, he looks like he's trying to fuck. <laughs> he's got his hands on the rail and he's looking over his shoulder like he's posing for the cover of a magazine yeah ladies yeah may i help you in that face that don't look like a frog no it's kind of uh armored back maybe almost partially stegosaurus Mm -hmm. yes it looks more like a dinosaur it does have webbed feet and hands but the back is armored which frogs don't have i would imagine a frogman would be more bumpy and less spiny more rotund curvier yeah. yeah there's there's a lot, another frogman drawing too that's uh, a little more looks like a gremlin almost <laughs> he's so, straddle but he's straddling the guardrail oh he's like yeah everybody is everyone had to put this guardrail in in their picture <laughs> it's vital it's vital to the story 14 investigators ron schaffner and richard mackey who interviewed both officers in 1976 told weird u.s why, after all these years, is Matthews debunking the story? I'm not sure. Could be a number of reasons, but both officers told us that it resembled the sketch in 1976. Why would they show us a composite drawing of this creature back in 1976 and tell us that it looked like the drawing? I lived in Loveland for about five years, and the story is still circulating with many variations. Just maybe Matthews is tired of hearing the story and all those variations. Matthews continued to deny that he saw anything out of the ordinary in a 2001 email interview, according to Cryptid Wiki. In it, he said, It was and is no monster. It was not leathery or had wet, matted fur. It was not three to five feet tall. It did not stand erect. The animal I saw was obviously some type of lizard that someone had as a pet that either got too large for its aquarium, escaped by accident, or they simply got tired of it. It was less than three feet in length, ran across the road, and was probably blinded by my headlights. It presented no aggressive action. He went on to say that the incident was habitually blown out of proportion. Stop emailing me. <laughs> He's probably pissed. If it has, if it presents no aggressive action, why are you shooting at it, sir? Great question. Great question. Because shooting at stuff is fun, okay? And they give you a three fifty seven Magnum, and you see a giant frogman. What are you supposed to do? 
not shoot it. Yeah, probably not. Try they didn't give it. me this gun to keep it in my holster. Uh, yeah, he's probably very frustrated after 30 some odd years because you save uh, some kids from a school bus accident mm-hmm. or a lady from a burning building or whatever it is. And, you know, you stop a robbery in progress and they're like, who stopped the robbery? Not, oh, it was off there like the frogman guy did it. The frog, <laughs> yep. the guy that saw the frogman, he's the one that did that heroic deed. And you're like, God damn it. Officer Frogman? Yeah, I know who he That's is. The guy. Yeah. He's a great guy. He's mm-hmm. awesome. He's a hero. Yeah, you never, it's just like child actors. Yeah, man. Like, do we ever see Scott Scott Wolf in anything and not think of Bailey from Party of Five? He's Party of Five guy. I yeah. don't even know that name. How am I supposed to remember that? <laughs> Party of Five Blossom. Yeah. Called Mayan Bialik's a physicist. She's a genius. And I used to love Blossom. Mm-hmm. She did this special about orca whales and Bush Gardens. It was a commercial for Bush Gardens, ultimately. I've sought after that tape. I can't find it. But I loved it. And it was a made-for-TV, like, ABC thing. But it was with Mayan Bialik. But I, I loved it. And I did still Did you watch Big Bang Theory to see her? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> well, and she played a physicist. So she got her. to... Yes. One day, Tommy and I were really hungover. This was years ago. And we watched like 20 Big Bangs back to back. It was one of my lower points in life. <laughs> you, did, just, you didn't watch the Big Bang Theory triple X parody? <laughs> no. We just laid in bed and ordered food and watched. There was something because we were so sick, like just comforting because mm-hmm. it's such a just easy to watch show you don't have mm-hmm. to focus on anything or really yeah so you should man. uh check out on youtube the big bang theory where they've edited out the laugh track so there's oh. tons of uncomfortable pauses it's so funny oh man that is good sinisterhood will be right back this show is brought to you by our show's new sponsor BetterHelp online therapy we try our hardest to take care of our bodies but what about our minds without a healthy mind being truly happy and at peace is hard The good news is therapy works. There's a misunderstanding of what therapy is. It can be whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to be sitting around talking about your feelings or that's exactly what it can be. It's up to you. People ask how I have a job and also is podcast and also sleep and do other things. Guess what? I have no time to do therapy, but I do if it's on a BetterHelp app and I can schedule it and just do it from the comfort and safety of my own office. Yes, you can talk on the phone. You don't even have to look face to face if that Mm -hmm. stresses you out. You can even just text with them if you have Mm -hmm. phone anxiety. They really try to do their best and take the stigma away from needing help because when everyone is struggling with something, there's no more shame. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Sinisterhood listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Sinister. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash sinister. After the sightings in the 1970s, the Frogman, or Frogmen, once again appeared to vanish. In 1985, University of Cincinnati professor Edgar Slotkin told the Fort Myers news press that though the Loveland Frogman had not been seen in years, that he didn't believe the creature was gone forever. Professor Slotkin said, Sightings happen in a cycle that I haven't been able to pin down. It hasn't been sighted in a while, actually, so I expect it to show up fairly soon. When the Cincinnati Inquirer did a story on the Frogman in 1992, 
Smith's phone lines blew up with stories from readers who claimed to have seen the Frogman himself. A reader named Wiley C. Bean reported, Tell you what, we saw that Loveland frog. Ask anybody. It's gigantic. I heard somebody brought it back from Central America. Another reader who called into the paper claimed he and his friends would go hunting for it back in the 1970s. They would take a six-pack of Little King's Ale down to the banks of the Little Miami and try to spot the frogman. According to the caller, Sometimes we thought we saw it, but it might have been the Little King's. There's so much little in that. Little Miami, Little King's. Ain't nothing little about the frogman. No. <laughs> Saw me a big old frogman. <laughs> Wiley C. Bean. It's my new fake name. Oh, check into hotels. Love it. <laughs> yes. Wiley C. Bean and the no, frogman. You you're the Texas goat sucker. That's right. AKA Wiley C. Bean. <laughs> it's a real name. Wiley C. Bean and the frogman is the like a bluegrass band. <laughs> totally. As a person from Texas, I never know what's close to what. And I thought, you know, let me look up on the map where all this is. It's quite close to Kentucky. And as a mm. uh, descendant of Tennessee uh, Hill people, I uh, <laughs> heavily relate to this area of the country. Well, maybe one of your kin has seen this frog. I got to do a you survey ask. of my kinfolk. Do. So popular became the Frogman lore that in 2012, Cincinnati area playwrights Joshua Steele and Mike Hall wrote and produced a show called Hot Damn! It's the Loveland Frog that told the legend in musical form. The 75-minute play regaled audiences with a hilarious tale featuring moonshiners, cricket cops, and protagonist Luke Honeywell as he and a bluegrass band set out to rescue Peepaw from the Loveland Frog, according to Hugo West Theatricals. Peepaw, so good. <laughs> yeah, my my grandpa was called Papa, so I have no, I can't make fun. <laughs> can't that's joke. what, no, um, <laughs> that's what Tommy's grandfather was. And He's then. Peepaw? No, Papa. Oh, Papa. There you go. And Mama. Mama and Papa, then, me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. It was and, the same family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all related. <laughs> and um, George, my father-in-law, is Papa. Okay. So that's, that's perfect. That's what, yeah. I had Granny and Papa. And I had a Granny on the other side. Mm-hmm. God, I want to see this play. I know, right? <laughs> if there's another reason we need for Broadway to open back up, right. it's because someone has got to put this on the big stage. Uh, we already wanted to travel to Ohio. Let's uh make it a, a whole thing if we can yes. see the Loveland Frog mm-hmm. play. During a 2014 interview with the Mentor Public Library, author and journalist James Renner, who spent years collecting odd Ohio stories for his book, it came from Ohio, gave a possible origin for the frogman. Renner said, I found a story passed down from the Tidalweed Indians who once lived in the area about a monster called Shawnahook. 400 years ago, the Indians also saw a frogman in the river. That gives me goosebumps. Oh, good old Renner. Just <laughs> reading about getting goosebumps from these. You know, we all have get our thrills in different ways. And he's a better researcher than me because I couldn't find any more mentions of this on the internet, which is where I searched. Mm-hmm. But I imagine something like that would probably be more in the archives on the mm-hmm. ground. So he's out doing the Lord's work. Yes. Professor Plotkin had predicted in 1985 that Ohio had not seen the last of the Frogman. And in 2016, he appeared to be proven correct. According to the Cincinnati Inquirer, a young couple playing Pokemon Go were walking between Loveland Madeira and Lake Isabella when they spotted a green-skinned, wide-eyed creature standing on two legs. Sam Jacobs, the young man who claims to have encountered the amphibious beast, 
said in an interview with WLWT News. We saw a huge frog near the water. Not in Pokemon Go. This was an actual giant frog. This thing stood up and walked on its hind legs. I realize this sounds crazy, but I swear on my grandmother's grave, this is the truth. I got real into Pokemon Go for a minute. Yeah. Did you? I played it, but uh, not really. I didn't get really into it. You have to kind of like aim it. It's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I got really into it was when we had that mass shooting in Dallas. That guy went to my high school. Oh, really? Yeah, I was 2005. He was class of 2009. So it was. Oh, wow. But, you know, you think maybe we walked the same halls or had the same. Yeah. And then, yeah. Of course, they, the news didn't really know what they were doing and let a lot of footage on the air. So I think yeah. the whole city needed a little something to distract us around that time. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy was teaching at DCH and they had to, like, tell their class, hey, guys, there's an active shooter. So we all got to just chill. In. Yeah. And I was, uh, at home and freaking out. But after that, we would just like, I remember walking around Deep Ellum or anywhere you would go and mm-hmm. there would just be masses of people. And you're like, oh, clearly everybody, there mm-hmm. must be a, a Pikachu over there because everyone's on this corner just swiping their phones trying to get it. And I remember we were in Deep Ellum and I was trying to get something and this cop was pulled over on the side of the road, also trying to get it. No. And yeah. And <laughs> she started talking to us. She's like, did y'all see it? How, did you get it? And Tommy and I start talking to her. And she said, you know, this has been just such an emotional time for me mm-hmm. and my department. And it's been so hard that this game really allows me to like kind of just relax and and it's calming and soothing to do when you know i mean she wasn't like actively uh on duty you know like not fighting crime to no i mean there's always tons of cops in deep ellum on their lunch break because it's a food area there's a lot of you know it's where you stop and grab a bite so yeah she's probably but it was yeah i thought it was i was like man sometimes video games are more than just video games to so many people oh yeah but you know i mean like this was helping her get get through something and I was also like, we're just sitting here talking to this cop about Pokemon Go. Like, this is bringing people together. That's, I mean, and, you know, I think you think, oh, it's so frivolous, but it makes me think of the office where Michael is playing the game with everybody to keep them from freaking out from something really dramatic. And you, whatever we can hang on to, if it's something non harmful to ourselves, I think a fun game is. I had friends that would rent a limo and drive around to try to, for somebody's birthday, they said, we're going to drive to all the Pokemon gyms and get them or go oh, meet up fun. at parks to like find the Pokemon gym. So mm-hmm. it brings people together with their parents and their grandkids. And it's a multi-generational, you know, fun thing. So. Yeah. And, and it's a game that gets you outside. Gets you outside to find you a big old frog man. Mm-hmm. I would just, before we continue on this story, we just would rather, we would like to point out that this young gentleman uh, promised on his grandmother's grave. He swore <laughs> on his Mima's grave. Um just in a just reiterate that for you guys. Just keep that in your pocket. Yeah. Keep that yeah. in your pocket before we move on. Unlike the witnesses from decades past, Jacobs and his girlfriend had the benefit of technology on their side. They quickly snapped a picture of the beast that was then published in the Inquirer. The dark grainy photograph shows a creature standing waist deep in the water with huge glowing eyes. Did you see this photo? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's it really good. It looks like someone has flashlights taped to yes, taped 
front of their face. The eyes are so huge, and they're like headlights. They don't look like animal eyes. Uh, it looks a bit like. Uh, I mean, it's a homemade. It's a homemade outfit. One hundred percent. I pulled it back up. It's great. <laughs> it's really good. All these photos are really good. We will post them on our Instagram. <laughs> The photograph that would have seemed to prove the legend, in fact, may have instead destroyed it. The Cincinnati Enquirer reported that shortly after publishing the photograph, Officer Matthews, who sighted the creature back in 1972, called into the local news station to set the record straight. He told WCPO that over the years, the details of his story had been spun into nothing more than an urban legend. Matthews claimed the creature he saw that night had not walked upright at all, but instead had crawled under the guardrail. He admitted that the part about his shooting it was true, telling WCPO, The thing was half dead when I shot it. I think he's trying to make himself feel less bad about <laughs> assassinating the frogman. How do you know it was half dead? He could have just been drunk. He was having mm-hmm. a slow night. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know. And you shot him. As local lore goes, the officer shot at the creature, but didn't necessarily kill it. Matthews told reporters this was also false and that he did, in fact, kill the animal. He then collected the carcass and put it in the trunk of his patrol car to show Officer Shockey. Shockey confirmed that it was the animal he had also seen, an apparently large, sickly iguana that was missing its tail, the reason the men say they didn't immediately recognize it, according to WCPO. So Matthews is just full backtracking. He backtracked in in 2003. He's now doubling down on his backtracking and now Mm -hmm. saying it was simply a sickly iguana, which my sister had an iguana and never... R.I.P. and didn't make it to full size because my mom was cleaning the cage and she wanted to let him get some sun on the tra- trampoline and he got a little too much sun. And there was an incident that we still talk about to this day that it's, I mean, it fried it. It fried it. He was a little, he was a little toasty. Yeah. He didn't really get sad. off the train. Could he not he get off the He was in a trampoline? bucket. He was in like a, oh. he was in a container of some kind. He was trapped. Yeah, he was he was trapped. Oh no. I like to think it was peaceful. He fell asleep. <laughs> My mom has not lived this down. My sister was not pleased cuz she dreamt why? I don't know, but she dreamt of having a giant iguana that she could keep on a leash. She that was her oh. dream to have. Not realizing those things whip those tails. Oh, they yeah. have claws. There's a whole deal mm, uh, yeah. associated with it. But it was a, an honest mistake, you know, when you think you're doing the right thing by your child's pet and things go wrong. But oh. you've seen iguanas in real life. I mean, you've seen how Tommy big. Tommy had them. Well, like how big. Big boy and little boy. Did he have big? Were they big? Their names were big boy and little boy. Okay. But I mean, like. One was. Giant. They weren't giant. No. But they also met a very sad. We can't face. be trusted with these. Also because of his mom. <laughs> You can't t- undertake, this is a cautionary tale for anybody out there who thinks it's fun and games to go out and get a reptile. Clearly, you have to be well equipped. Back then, we didn't have Google because you Google, Mm-mm. like today, Lucy ate a Reese's egg. Where did she get it? We don't know. We can't know. She vomited on the carpet. I thought it was a turd, bravely. I picked it up. It was like, <laughs> there's peanut butter inside of this. But she ate a Reese's egg, so I started Googling, and they have little charts of like, how big is your dog? What kind of chocolate is it? There's not a lot of chocolate in Reese's, turns out. But back then, you couldn't say, can I set my iguana in direct sunlight mm-hmm. or whatever. Big boy and little boy, I might be fuzzy on the details, but I believe they somehow got out and um, ran up a tree. 
and they couldn't get them back down and the opposite happened of what ha- what was your sister's iguana's name uh creative and cleverly iggy oh i like it well big boy maybe little boy froze to death oh the opposite yeah see Mm -hmm. you really have to when you undertake an exotic pet it's a whole thing it's like you with a pig you know people say you know message you and go i think i want to get a pig and it's not a thing to undertake lightly Mm -mm. because you don't know if you get a frog you think it's regular size and six months later it's four feet tall and it's Mm -hmm. cavorting with its friends by the bridge (laughs) it's casting spells (laughs) it's casting a goddamn spell i will say when i because of course this happened in florida when i lived in florida i worked at this little uh, boutique store that was in this like outdoor area by the beach and you opened the front door and it just like was right there on the sidewalk and then the parking lot mm-hmm. and I opened the front door to walk out and I looked down the sidewalk and a four foot iguana is walking down the sidewalk towards me Alone? those things yeah oh yeah, he there was a bar on the corner so I'm guessing he'd been at the bar trying <laughs> to pick up some ladies and <laughs> he then he just, free and then he just came but, yeah, I mean, the iguanas were everywhere in Florida. They were like rats here at dumpsters. Iguanas are to dumpsters in Florida. Since we've known one another and you've regaled me with tales of Florida, which I love, <laughs> you've let me know that there are armies of frogs that are poisonous <laughs> under the street lamps, free-floating, possibly drunk, enormous iguanas, just alligators wandering yep. about. This is like a hurricane state serpentarium. You could just—it's loose. <laughs> it's wild. Everything's Florida's open. Wild man. Florida is fucking wild. It's loose. <laughs> it really, it, it's it's wild. But it was only just, the strong survive. <laughs> I I couldn't make it. I couldn't cut it. I I was like ah, oh! and I just jumped back in the store and slammed the door because those things are huge and they've got big claws. It's, yeah, and tails. I think the tail whipping the is tail. the more dangerous thing. But I don't think if we're gonna trace this back to the frogman situation that a person could viably claim that they saw an injured iguana tail or no and think that it was a frogman you know what i mean you can't i don't think that that translates that if they now that they're saying well well it was really just a big iguana because i think they couldn't say oh it was a frog because there is no four-foot frog that we know of except for the frogman apparently Mm -hmm. so if you were tired of telling the same story and you needed a viable story to explain, cover up, I don't know, then I think because given that there are giant iguanas, that would be a good cover mm-hmm. story. I will, I have a couple questions. One, where does ta- where does tail go? Unfortunate I, incident. I mean, I I don't know about stuff like that, but I would think if it lost its tail, well, one... It would die. Two, is it like other lizards and they can lose their tail? Which that, can we just talk a second about that? How you can grab a lizard and you can grab it by its tail. I had that happen to me when I was a kid. I tried to grab a lizard by its tail. It popped off. The lizard kept running. I was traumatized. And then their tails grow back. Does that happen with iguanas? No way. It says, uh, according to Margaret Weissman, DVM, Dr. Veterinary Measure uh, Medicine, Avian and exotic veterinary consultant is what she is. Reptiles such as green iguanas and bearded dragons will drop and regrow their tails, while <gasps> others such as crested geckos can lose their tails but will not regrow them. Wow. Animals Fascinating. Are, they're little uh, dinosaurs. They little are. Monsters. They are. Well, 
I will say the picture that Shockey's sister drew of this thing mm-hmm. doesn't look like a frog. It looks more like an iguana. Yeah. Yeah. So perhaps they, the descriptions they gave in details were more iguana like, and that is what they really saw. Matthew said he told his story to an author writing a book about urban legends in Ohio, but the author conveniently left out the part about the frogman being shot, killed, and identified as a three-foot iguana. Matthews, who no longer grants interviews about his experience, told WCPO, It's a big hoax. There is a logical explanation for everything. It's like Bigfoot or all that other stuff. I don't believe in Bigfoot either. All right. Well... You don't sound like any fun. I wonder if Renner was the author. Oh. I couldn't find who the interview was with, but mm-hmm. since Renner was making that book. The confession of Officer Matthews took the wind out of the sails of many Frogman enthusiasts. It was also discovered the Pokemon Go sightings was nothing more than a local high school student dressed in a homemade frog costume, further shattering the illusion. Still, residents of Loveland and beyond continue to pay tribute to their beloved cryptid, with the annual Loveland Frog Festival, held in late September or early October. Fittingly, the festival kicks off with a 5K, an activity at which the Frogman would certainly excel. Unless they're being shot at by the police. (laughs) That's 357 Magnum. Uh, I will say, apparently... Oh, gosh. According to National Geographic, Mm. a six-foot iguana has been discovered. Guess where? Guess where? Florida? The Lord Serpentarium, Florida. <laughs> of course it was. Of course, they called it Godzilla. They shot it with a crossbow, because of course Why? they did. Well, Ugh. I don't know. I guess it was attacked. Because it, it was there? Five what, times. What, are you going to eat an iguana? You don't, there's zero, unless it's a, trying to attack you or a loved one or your pet, you don't need to shoot that thing. Yeah, that seems excessive. Just because you can kill something doesn't mean you have to. That's true. But yeah, there are photos with a, a dude next to an iguana. I wouldn't say it looks like a frogman. You know, it no. looks like a giant iguana. Can they sit up on their hind legs to where they're like a meerkat? <laughs> My dog does that. <laughs> yeah, it's cute when dogs do it. My mom's dachshunds have always done that too. Because then it might look like it was standing, but it's really just kind of crouching. But since they're so long, what? it looks like it's, you know, because I think a iguana crawling over a guardrail up on you the- would yeah you would see like its length and you'd be like oh that thing's like three feet tall even if it was only it wasn't all the way feet on the ground you know i know what you're talking about mm-hmm. you know if it's six foot first of all it's a big ass iguana mm-hmm. and he's got his you know hands up on the guardrail yeah you might think from from perspective wise and your headlights are on it and you can't mm-hmm. see the bottom half if the headlights are only on the top half you'd think a person standing by a guardrail, you know, the guardrail hits them in the midsection and the iguana is going up from there. Okay, it's about the size of a person. Mm-hmm. Or it's a Budweiser frogs. It's, a bud, it's actual <laughs> frog true. men. Well, so what do we think? I just find it interesting that up until there was a lot of heat on the situation, that there were police reports and everybody was so sure there was a frog man. And then suddenly when it got to be, you know, too many people asking questions, everybody backed up and recanted their story. I saw in another article that a man that didn't want to be named (laughs) said that the police officers caught a lot of flack for saying that. And then everyone made fun of them and made fun of the city. So you I would if one did spot a frog man, 
I think you might be inclined to recant your story because you realize you sound like a nut. And future sightings, people may have been shamed by Mm. outsiders who don't understand the beauty and majesty of a wizard giant frog. That's true. Uh, But I think that you're right. If that's part of your, you know, professional reputation and again like we said earlier you could be a hero and save somebody and they go who did that oh it was the guy that saw the frog oh that Mm -hmm. guy oh okay so you might be like i didn't see anything it was an iguana i do think it could have been an iguana yeah i did now that i know because the thing that was tripping me up was about its tail now that i know that about iguanas Mm -hmm. that and and that that sketch that she drew looks more like an iguana than a frog because iguanas have like bumpy backs, like those things on their backs. So, and that, and it has that on there. So, it could be. And it could have just been, you know, if the biggest iguana or whatever they've ever found is six or whatever feet long, you know, subtract its tail, probably two feet of tail. That's probably mm-hmm. four feet tall. God, that's big. Big boy. Big boy. Don't shoot it with a crossbow or a 357 <laughs> magnum. No. Let them live in peace. But that doesn't answer the sighting in 1955. Mm mm. Of the three frogmen clearly planning some kind of party and casting spells. And I think what we didn't hear about that story is that man captured the frogs, went to the Budweiser headquarters, (laughs) said, you keep these now. And they continue to live at like an Area 51 type of bunker that Budweiser owns. And frankly, why haven't we seen more of these commercials I haven't seen one in years, and we need. What do we need? Right? What does twenty twenty one need? The Budweiser frog. Absolutely, back? It, it did say he was a traveling salesman. They didn't mention it was for Anheuser Busch. Oh, we here you go. New and Professor Plotkin said we don't understand how often that they appear or not appear. So maybe we're on the cycle that we're going to get Budweiser frog commercials because it's time. It's time for them to come back. Everybody tweet Budweiser and. <laughs> demand that we get a new Budweiser Frog commercial this year. It's a waste that they haven't done cross-promotion with the city of Loveland. Come on. Come on, Yes, You're missing out. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Well, let us know if you guys have seen the Loveland Frogman. If you've got a picture, please send it to us. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) I'll take any photos. Mm -hmm. And hopefully one day... We can make it to one of these festivals. You can run the 5K. I would love that. I would love to. And I'll to... go frog hunting while you're doing that. <laughs> go have a, a beer on the banks of the Miami River and I try will. to lure them in. Has anyone tried that? Has anyone gone down to the little Miami River Six with pack. a case of Budweiser instead of Little King's Ales? Mm-mm. And they, I feel like, okay, we cracked it. Those this frogs is... ain't coming out for Little King's. They're no. going to come out for diesel, for Budweiser, not Bud Light. They want Budweiser. Budweiser, yeah. You which try is, it. as a Miller Light fan, mm-hmm. I, but I will do it. When I was a I cool, uh, you know, 20-something drinking, I didn't really know, how, like, I, I had no idea. I was a dork. Of course, nobody offered me anything in high school, and so I was flying blind in college, mm-hmm. and I... My dad would was a Budweiser man, and he would always mm-hmm. order Budweiser, not Bud Light. And I would order that at a bar, and people Oof. would go, why are you drinking that <laughs> nightmare fuel? And I said, because that's what real adults drink. That's true. Uh, do, is it? Because it was thick. No. Stuff. It's, it's uh, whoo. Yeah, that's what my grandfather drank, too. It's been years since I, uh, I don't care for beer. I'm a cider gal, but... That's what that was my go-to. So maybe uh, I'll crack a Budweiser if uh, if the Frogman will crack one with me. We'll do it. We'll do it. Yes, exactly. 
Well, until then, cheers, Frogman. <laughs> we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> now let's take my quiz. Time for Christy's quiz. All okay. right. Question one. How big are you? Okay, Small? I'm going to say above, above average. Above average. Question two. What's your favorite food? Seafood, sugar and salt, barbecue, tropical smoothie or fruit snacks, or none? I'm going to say seafood. All right. How competitive are you? Not at all. Low-key and sensitive, somewhat assertive, strong-willed and assertive, extremely assertive and competitive. Uh, that one. <laughs> yeah, the last one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How much time do you spend with family or friends? None. Keep to myself and my family. Prefers company of small groups. Popular and outgoing. Extremely outgoing. I would say popular and outgoing. Next. Do others find you good looking? Incredibly attractive. Right there. Go into it. Thank you. No question. How would you rate your intelligence? Avoids intellectual pursuits. Clever, but prefers non-intellectual pursuits. Intelligent. Very intelligent. Out of this world level genius. Very intelligent. I would agree with that as well. Well, I think you're an out-of-this-world-level genius. How is your athletic ability? None. (laughs) Occasionally play sports, enjoy sport for recreation, plays competitively, or extremely athletic and agile. What's the one before recreation? Occasionally. That one. Okay. Next. How much do you like traveling? Never. Stay close to home. Vacations are fun but not essential. Loves to travel. Been everywhere. Loves to travel. And then... Oh, we're here. I think that's the last one. View my results. You know, a lot of times <laughs> on this show, uh, <laughs> we find out that we're a lot of like, the other day you texted me the same thing I texted you at the same time. And I told mm-hmm. you I was sweating because I was so excited that we said <laughs> the literal exact thing. So it makes total sense that you are also a Texas goat sucker. <laughs> I am. Nice. Okay. Then now we each get a shirt with. <laughs> Each of our faces yes. on it that says Texas, Texas Goat Sucker. And if you guys take the quiz, let us know if you also get Chupacabra, if it's a glitch in the system. I thought I would get maybe Nessie because I chose seafood. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, true. I want to know what other what other things are on here. Cryptids are but, on there. Uh, of, I think I only answered two questions different from you. Well, we, so. you know, the problem is we got a high opinion of ourselves. And so <laughs> apparently the Chupacabra <laughs> is kind of a swag, has some yes. swag. So I can see kind that. Kind of but a boss bitch. Again, a lot of times we, uh, we don't realize how alike we are. And in so many ways, so different, but so many ways, so alike. It's the magic of friendship. That's the best of friends, isn't it? That's right. Love you. I Texas love you. goat sucker. Oh, let's suck some goats together. <laughs> We love providing Sinister to you at no cost, so if you like what you hear, consider supporting the show by donating to our Patreon. We're a small operation, creating the show for you by researching, writing, recording, and producing it ourselves. Any amount is sincerely appreciated and helps offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you'll also get some sweet perks like ad-free episodes, a Sinisterhood sticker, membership to our exclusive Patreon Facebook group for those in the Ruling the Airwaves tier, a special shout-out on the show, a monthly bonus mini-sode, and patron-exclusive video and audio content, including our Am I the Asshole and relationship segments where we read and comment on the best that Reddit has to offer. We also have our new Judge Christie segment where Christie makes the law. Yes, we'll be recording one right after this. And our recent mini-sode was all about doppelgangers, which is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And we're recording our new one this week, which I will go on record as saying, 
most jaw-dropping thing I have read since Abducted in Plain Sight. Yes. When I found this subject, I didn't, I don't think I adequately described it to you. And then you texted me and said, oh my Lord, what am I reading? And I said, I know, I know, I know. It is, it is shocking. 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 So, uh, can, should we go ahead and say what it is? We can if you want to. I guess. It's the, uh, the McDonald's strip search scandal. Yes. Scam that was going on. And it is wild you guys you also now have the fun perk of access to our discord server where you can connect with other fans in real time and discuss the latest in true crime share personal ghost stories or just post adorable pictures of your pets we'll also be hopping on occasionally and hosting monthly q a's where you can ask us all your burning questions for our patrons not in the u.s you now have the option to pay in pounds or euros saving you the cost of conversion fee annual memberships for all tiers are also now available those that select this option will be rewarded with a free month of membership for more details on all of this and specific member tiers, visit Sinisterhood.com and click on Patreon on the top banner. Make sure you stick around after our sign-offs to hear your shout-out. So many of you have been tagging us in pictures of you sporting your sweet Sinisterhood merch. Keep those pictures coming. We recently unveiled our new cover art and logo, mm -hmm. which we're excited to be launching merch with that, as well as some Judge Christie merch. Some folks asked if the throwback merch will be going away. It'll still be there, but now you also have the fun of the new stuff, too. So we'll be bringing in some new designs yes with our new logo if you don't follow us on instagram also came the announcement that we're now proudly part of the cloud 10 and iHeartRadio family so we got a sweet new rebranding that came with that which is i think it's just an updated kind of of our old logo yeah and plus it's purple it has i mean the, it has to be purple. we love the old logo as well we'll always have a special place in our heart and it's very throwback and cool and tarot but we're both purple fanatics so yeah. it was not a hard choice <laughs> mm -mm. the best thing you can do to help us grow is like review and subscribe on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts please tell a friend who you think would like us to check us out it means so much to us and really helps podcasts like us get more exposure you can follow us on instagram and twitter at sinisterhood pod and like us on facebook at sinisterhood christy i'm on twitter at christy or gtfo and on instagram at christy m wallace I'm on Instagram at Heather versus the world and on Twitter at MCK versus the world. As always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for supporting the show on Patreon. Here are your special Patreon shout outs. Etta Gidera Iveson. Joe Rohde, who I love so much, and we had so much fun doing some stuff at this uh her school where she teaches and she's had a bit of a rough time lately so wanted to say thank you joe for listening to the show and we are thinking of you megan sandry ryan hauber delisa bouchard jamie hardcastle jordan laughlin sarah arias jen sharf morgan megan edwards c meg kenny zoe and nice Podziani, alice railton kathleen fallon katrina fisher Trisha Ann, Jessica Rice, Julie Branagh, Madison Cleland, Kayla Mashike, Kira Kurtz, Caroline Sabalik, Natalie Moore, Rachel Ann Felicity, Linda Frazier, Samantha Charrett, Nicole E. Kellogg, Rosie, Jessica Lee, Elena Josephine, Angie Rogers Howell, Amy Walters, Chloe Smith, Stephanie Jackson, Joanna Marie Jornadal, Misty Bess, Caden Lunt, Kelsey Osga, Julie Pinkerton, Caitlin Keneally, Corey Dandoy, Michelle Pack, Sarah Rookie, 
Maggie Michelle Capana, Laura Gallagher, Meredith Brawley, Ashlyn Lee, Drea Rodell Schroeder, Scott Lansborough, Haley and Arlo, David Dando Moore, Mia Bird, Dana Gross, CJ, Brenda Vasquez, Rebecca Grant, Samantha Prudholm, Brandy Delator, Tyler Swartz, Rebecca Hensley, Kimberly Hunter, Your Street Serenade, Mia, Katie Gunter, Dorothy, Lauren Luker, Brandy Spence, Sherry Hobbs, April, Jessica M. Mueller, Megan Stacy, Diana Martinez, Nicole Pudlow, Kelsey Nimer Cook, and Rebecca Boer. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show, especially during these trying times. We couldn't do this without you. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep it creepy. <laughs> Sinister. Food.